I don't want to be myrich. We learned already on Shabbos afternoon. I just want to say everything you see. You see unbelievable Ashkachas Hashem. Both my sons are two Edim. I don't know if brothers are kashal Edus. But we're Edim to what happened. I want to quickly say over the Ran, I said Shabbos afternoon on Shabbos Kodesh, the Drush Saran. We learned together because I had a very cool story on Maitzay Shabbos. So I want to say over very quickly what happened. The, the Ran, I said over this Shabbos, Adrash Haran, and I felt very much for the three weeks specifically to say over this Ran that the, a huge thing to work on in this Tkufus Hashan is is to work on living more with Hashem. It could incorporate in that is tefillah, thanking Hashem, talking to Hashem more, seeing Hashkachas Hashem, Emunah. At a time we're thinking about Chorben Beis Amikdash means very simply, Chorben Beis Amikdash means we don't live as much with the realness of Hashem. We don't have the yira that happens when there's Binyan Beis Amikdash. So it's a tremendous time to think about Emunah and to work on greater Emunah. So I said over the Drasha Saran, the fascinating Drasha Saran, where he brings a machlaikis, I'm not going to go the whole thing. The Rambam Shit is any mitzvah of the Taryag gives a person Eilam You get eternal reward for any one of the Taryag mitzvahs that you do Bishlemus. You do it simply for, only because Hashem said, easy, because Hashem said. You don't have any other motives to do it. Any one of the Taryag you do because Hashem says, you have Chayinetzach, you have eternal reward. The Ran argues, the Ran says, of course, there's schar in every mitzvah, but we don't know the reward. Not all mitzvahs have eternal rewards. Some do. Some have re- other types of rewards. The Ran says that the reason Maish Rabbeinu was told the schar for all the mitzvahs, but Maish Rabbeinu didn't tell us because he didn't want us to be busy with certain mitzvahs and he was worried we would forsake other mitzvahs. So Maish Rabbeinu concealed the schar of all the mitzvahs. So we don't know which is a lot, which is a little. And of course we do all the mitzvahs. Says the Ran remarkably, a Gemara at the end of Makkah. The Ran says that the Gemara at the end of Makkah says that David HaMelech came and took the 613 and said 11, the Navi Yeshaya 6, Micha 3, and Chabakuk 1. Says the Ran, what it means is David HaMelech saw that concealing the mitzvahs that are most important was very important in Maish Rabbeinu's time. Because this way, Klal Yisrael passionately did all 613. But already by David HaMelech's times, concealing which are the most important was ineffective. Yidin were doing the tayag, but they weren't doing it passionately. So David HaMelech told them the most important 11, and by telling them the mo- all the mitzvahs you have to do, but he told them, be passionate specifically more so by these 11. Because they're greater mitzvahs, they're more important. Says the Ran, the last Navi, Chabako came, and this is the last message to us before we're not going to have Nevoah. This resounds and speaks out to, for, for all told of Dinyu And he said the most important thing in the world is Emunah. Tzadik Emunah that is the mitzvah greater than all other mitzvahs to pursue. Of course, we keep tayag, but emuna to work on emuna to work on talking to Hashem and living with Hashem, emuna is the most important mitzvah to pursue. So that's what I said, Shabbos, and I spoke Shabbos about emuna. 
My son and I went together, my sons and I went together, might say Shabbos, to a hotel in Stamford. We were meeting a whole bunch of Bachrim. And we were schmoozing with the Bachrim, singing a little bit. And a chassidish yid walked over, and he asked us if we mind if he tells us his life story. He was a wealthy businessman. And he asked if he mind if he tells us his life story. And we listened spellbound for an hour and a half, Menach. How long did he speak for? It went, I was supposed to come back at one thirty. We got back here after 3. I believe he spoke for about an hour and a half. And his entire story was a story of this beautiful chassidish yid. He said, I went to Cheder also and heard Amuna and heard all these things, and he said it wasn't real to me. He said, and he said he heard, and then I was working. And one day, he said about a little more than 10 years ago, he was going through tremendous stress in his life, and he said, for the first time in my life, I was very stressed, and it was bad for my health. And he actually was making a chasna. He was making a chasna, and he needed the next day $5,000, and he had no money. And he said, I was a regular guy, you know, a nice guy, very respected in my community, a good person. But, but he said, I never lived with Hashem. I never spoke to Hashem real. And he said, I was stressed. The next day, I need $5,000. A normal, believable guy. My kids, we met him, a wonderful yid. He was there with his wife, his children, his grandchildren. We met his wife, his children, a wonderful. Going back about 15, it was about 15 years, we said, actually. He said he just... He needed the next day $5,000. He was making a wedding. He pushed out a penny. He didn't have a penny. And he was very, at that point, he didn't have any money available. He said he had businesses, but he didn't have a penny available. And he said, for the first time in my life, I talked to Hashem. He said, I was in bed. I was stressed. I was in Sarahed for weeks. He said, I talked to Hashem. He said, Hashem, he said, I want to talk to you. You know, I, he said, I never knew, I never knew, all this stuff was words. And he said, I started, he said, for the last 15 years, I've been talking to Hashem. But he said, he spoke to Hashem. He said, Hashem. He said, in my child, Simcha, you're also a mechutin. You're a shot, I'm a shot of you. Here I have so many daggers for the chasna, that's it, I'm putting it on you. you just, I, I can't do it, I can't, Hashem, five thousands on you. 5,000 I need tomorrow, it's on you. He said, I can't explain. I spoke to Hashem. He said, I slept like a baby that night. He said, he slept like a baby. He spoke to Hashem. And he just, he said it was like the first time in his life. He, he said, he, was, he told us his age. He's now an older, yet had beautiful children and grandchildren. He's 15 years, he spoke to Hashem. And he just told Hashem, the 5,000 tomorrows are you. Shloisha shit from Ba'adam, which is Chsidish Yiddish, the way he said it over. And he said the 5,000, the next morning in Shul, a man tapped him on the shoulder and handed him $5,000. said, a man tapped him on the shoulder, said, here's $5,000. Mamish, a guy handed him $5,000. Mamish. Kipshutai Mamish. A yid handed him $5,000. The last 15 years, he started, he's close to Hashem. He talks to Hashem. He goes around, he says an hour and a half story. This story is much longer and a fascinating story of his life. But the yid discovered Hashem and is close to Hashem. He goes around saying the story that there's a, a normal guy, there's a gishmaki, fine fellow, wonderful guy, who's close to Hashem, Amunah. He worked on his conversation and talking to Hashem. 
But I just felt it was amazing. You talk about Ashkach of practice. We had just spoken Shabbos a few hours before. Tzadik Damunah living with Amuna, that we were Yid sat down and told us his own life story. And how we discovered Hashem. And it's such a close Kesher he's had since. He talks to Hashem. That shouldn't be a Chiddush to us. We have Tefillah. We talk to Hashem. But we, we get Mitzah Nashem Omadadik. We get very by rote to remember to talk to Hashem, to work on our Amuna. It's a tremendous man of the three weeks, a tremendous time in thinking, in, in putting it front and center, Chorven Beis HaMikdash, the thought about relationship, connection, Beis HaMikdash, Hashem being Shaira Shrina, amongst us, it's a tremendous time to think about that relationship and to learn to develop a connection. I told the Olam, I told them that a Bachar once told me, he said to me that in the yeshiva, he, he was such an ernst guy. He was very closed. He struggles with relationships. He's one of the most closed people I ever met in my life. He's been through a lot in his life, and it closed him up. He's been hurt a lot, and all different. He's cl- one of the most closed people I ever met in my life. And he once said to me, and it was murder for him to be this open. And he said to me, Rebbe, I have to tell you like this: that in the yeshiva, I see all the time guys staggering, come b'nei Torah. I feel dishonest. I feel like I'm tricking you. And I must be open with you. I have to tell you this. It was murder for him to say this. He said, Rebbe, I will not become a firm person. He said, other guys are in the yeshiva. They push it, hope it happens to them. They also want to become firm. I feel like I'm lying to you. I have zero interest in firm, okay? Zero. So, so you ask me, Rebbe, so why am I here? So what am I fooling you for? Other guys are here. They, they want, you're in yeshiva, presumably. You want to learn Torah. He said, I'm only here. I can't connect to another human being. I can't talk to anybody. I want the friendship aspect of what it is. I want, I want to get friends. I want to learn to have a friend, to talk to somebody, to connect. It's the only reason I'm here. But I, don't, I, I feel now telling you this that I'm no longer a liar. I feel now I'm not tricking. I'm coming out of the closet. I will not be a firm guy. I'm just looking for connection. It's very tall. I still don't know if, I was an, if, I'm like a, if I'm a sicko. I started laughing. He, was, he had tears coming down. And I started laughing in my van. Maybe that's why my van's so beaten up for doing that. I started laughing. He's crying. I started laughing. I don't know if I'm a sicko for laughing. I couldn't help it. I did not, like, plan out to laugh. I probably should have stifled. I started laughing. So he, he was upset. And there was a sharp look on his face. He, what are you laughing for? He's crying. You, you, you're a sicko. And this guy, to be open, it was the most open he ever was in his life. And he opened up to somebody. He felt like he was so in the closet, like he's hiding wants me to know. I'm no interest in front guy. I want you to know I'm different than any guy here. I have zero interest. And he had read up philosophy, he had studied stuff. He was looking online, he had found all sorts of crazy stuff. He said, I have no interest. And here's all I started laughing. And I told him, the, and the reason I was laughing, and to me it is, it is funny, the reason I was laughing, because he thinks religion is from guy, religion's relationship. And the exact blockage in his frumkite is he's not shaykh to relationship. That's the exact blockage in his frumkite. He doesn't have shaykh to a kesher. He'd serve Hashem, to love Hashem, to be close to Hashem, to trust Hashem. He struggles with relationships. So I said, I'm laughing because all I want for you is to develop friendships. You're right. And I said, what's going to happen when you have friendships is you're going to develop the most important friendship. The wisest man who ever lived said, Your friend and your father's friend, don't forsake Hashem. 
You're going to end up getting your greatest friend. And that's going to happen. And I saw in this buffer that, I'm not, it's like a crazy story. It's partially like that. I saw as he was getting, as he's getting and was getting friendships, I saw his amun, of course, increased and got better because he was much better at trusting and relating and be the same way he can open up to me and then open up to somebody who's much more powerful, who, who, who is powerful, who's the source of all, all power. You'll open up to him and you'll express. He never learned to express. But the Nakuda of working on a relationship to Hashem, the dafk in the three weeks, when we're taking stack of Chorben Beis Amidosh, to work on talking to Hashem better and more in a more gishmaka way is something to think about a lot. I've been talking about Zrizus. Together here we learned about Zrizus, about passion. In Tefillah, there's such an area a person could become more of a Zoriz, more on fire, more Gishmak. I've heard this from great people. A person goes off to work and he's busy working, and that's a Mitzvah. All of us have busy jobs. We're supporting our families, and we have jobs to do, and we're busy with jobs. Tefillah is so precious. Tefillah is such an important part of our lives to remember our relationship to Hashem, to be mechazek, to remember everything comes from Hashem, to remember to thank Hashem, just to be mechazek, the relationship to Hashem. I had by me this Shabbos four guys who are all starting to work, the beginning of their careers. I just was begging them, become huge daveners, become people who are serious about davening, consistent with davening, and important, alive and with Zrizos, with a passion, daven with energy, to work on that Indian. So that's really just chazering Shabbos and some of the things we've been talking about. I want to add one, with a few minutes, add one more piece we've learned on the Monday night's pieces from Reb Miller. So I want to add a piece that Reb Miller said was a huge thing in Slobodka. He says in this piece, and he said it often in Slobodka, this was like a big part of Torah Slobodka. And he says... He brings the Medrash in Vayikra, on, where it says, Kedoshim Tiyu, be holy, Yachol Kamayni. I might think you should be holy like Hashem. Talmud Loimar, Kikadosh Ani. Kedushasi Lamalam Kedushasem. My Kedush is higher than yours. But you see, there's a Havamina to be mashta, to equate Kedushas Yisrael to the Kedushas Hashem. So much so that you need a Pasuk to say that it's not Shavim. He says, you see how far it goes, Kedushas Mailus Yisrael is so great, it can't be, we can't be Masa Kedushas Yisrael, the greatness of a Yid. Azoi Vait, that the Torah has to say, Yochel Kamayni, no. Kedushas comes from my Kedush, it's not Mamish like Hashem. Kedushas Yisrael is unbelievable. Says Reb Miller, the Chashivos of a Ben Yisrael is Yisoyed me Yisoyed so Emuna. It's one of the foundations of Emuna that we have to have is the value of a Yid. Ikara Shokola Tarekula. Reb Miller says from the foundations, from the most fundamental Ikaram of all of Taira is the Ktush of a Yid. He said, we say in Kriyashma, by Marv, we just said a few minutes ago, Vemuna Kozois Vikayim Aleinu, Kihu Hashem Aleikeinu, Vanachnu Yisrael Amoy. The two parts to the Emuna. Hiu Hashem Eloikeinu. Hashem's our God. There's nothing else. Vanachnu Yisrael Amoy. And we are Yisrael, his people. Is a part of Emuna that he has to have. They're Beis HaYisoy Nishokola Torah. 
He said it's two foundations of all of Torah, that Hashem is God and Klal Yisrael is His people. Hashem Echad, Vishay Yisrael Hu Amoy. Hashem is one and the Jewish people are His nation. They're Mekusharim, they are tied one to the other. Says Rav Miller, it's hard to know which Yisait is Yisar Gadol. Remarkable words. It's hard to know which Yisait is more important that Hashem Echad, Ein Zulasai, and Klal Yisrael is Amoy. He says it sounds like a Guzman exaggeration. How can you equate the two things? He says if you're misbining, if you think, in all the Torah and the Nevi'im and the Ksuvan, you'll see that all of Tanakh is male mizeh. It's all full of this. All of Tanakh deals is klal Yisrael, concerning klal Yisrael, their maila and their ktusha. And all the stories are only pratim of the stories of Am Yisrael. So he says that this is something Yisraelis of Emuna to recognize the importance of klal Yisrael. He, he talks a lot about when Avram Avinu came around and was Makiris Boray, and he loved Hashem B'cholavava, and he was Nemanloi. Hashem chose him Uvezarei Achrav to be Mashri Shchin Aleim, and he was ultimately putting the Mishkan amongst Klal Yisrael, dwelling amongst Klal Yisrael. Hashem chose Klal Yisrael as the place to be Mashri Shchina. He says a line. He said a line here, he says, it's Pashat, betachlis apashtus, Reb Miller says. It's Pashat with the extreme of Pashtus that one Yehudi, even a Pashat Yid, a guy is important. A guy is valuable. I never put Goyim down. A guy is valuable. Chavivim ma'odam, shinever b'tselem. But says Reb Miller, a Pashat Yid is worth more than millions of Goyim, than millions of Goyim. If you lined up millions of goyim, he says it's pashat betachlus apashtus. That a one yid, a pashat yid, is worth picture millions of goyim. Who are hush of each one is a precious person. Is tzel is is never betzelim, but one yid is shockily says a yid pashat is machria outweighs millionay goyim more than millions of goyim. He brings psukim for that. Rak Hashem to love them. He brings a pasuk in Dvarim, and he says, if a person's missing the understanding of this, he's missing the Yisaidu Amuna. A person who doesn't appreciate the value of a yid is missing the Yisaidu Amuna. And he says, we're chayav l'chayos to live us in the thought b'maylus Yisrael shem tachlus our obligation is to look at the mile of a yid, he's the tachlis abriya. And the hargosha, and the thoughts, that a ben Yisrael is kedoshim umiraimimim, is kadosh and holy, is elevated, is separate and elevated, and to recognize the achrayis, certainly the obligation, in recognizing the preciousness of a yid is a job to see for somebody else and ourselves, and of course with it comes an achrayis. It's not just free of charge. A yid is amazing, is amazing. And a an obligation. We're amazing because Hashem is shayur shechina on us. And we shouldn't cause any miyot of the shechina from amongst us, chas v'shalom. He says this is a kitzer of what they were mayrich on in Slobodka. This was like a huge theme 
Reb Miller said often, and in this piece, it's a huge theme in Slobodka. Says Reb Miller, practical. Srichin anu lisragel, we have to get used to. We have to get a regilus. Lahabit al kol yehudi, to look at every yid as, like, kaldover achi kadosh vinela sheva'ilam. And not just yehudi gadol b'tayra. Elafilu yehudi pashat v'chol yeled yehudi. Every Jewish kid, Reb Miller says, our job is to be marvelous, to get used to every Jewish kid, to look at him on something that's Kadosh Vanilla, is separate and holy, distinguished, separated for specialness, a special, a special person, that's our obligation. He says, Reb Miller says that the Pasuk says, you're an Am Kadosh Lashem, the Isra meaning Basar B'chalav, Says Reb Miller, the Isra Basab Chalav, Eino Chayk Ba'alma. It's not just a Chayk. It's not just a rule without a reason. It's because we're not Roy Vahogun, Lefidargas Kedushas Eshel Am HaKadosh. Since we're so holy, if so, we have to have a better eating pattern. The Kuzari speaks about this. My wife and I review it sometimes. If you come out of the airport, and you're, I don't know, the airport's a place that, to me, I'm always hungry in the airport. I don't know why. Because you're traveling a lot. Maybe you've traveled already that day. You're going to travel. The airport, I find myself hungry, and there are restaurants, and you can't eat. You can't eat. You can't go to the restaurant. And you remind, I am prestigious, and I can't just eat anything. The more prestigious somebody is, the more refined they're eating. What they eat, how they eat, the less prestigious, just put anything in the mouth. But a prestigious person is more in the diet, is more careful and more exacting. The Kuzari says this, and the Pasuk, it's based on the Pasuk. Your Kadaish Lashem, therefore don't eat Pasuk V'chalov. Says Reb Miller, even Im Kain, Kol Echad, every person, even a Yelad, who waits six hours between Pasuk V'chalov, whatever your Minig is, who waits the, the, the proper time to Pasuk V'chalov, and holds back from eating ice cream, after the Basar, is Noyeg came Mishum Kedushasai. They are Noyeg, why? Because you're Am Kadesh, Lashem because you're holy. Since you're holy, you have to be careful your eating habits. And just like Hashem's Machshev as that, Hashem says, I consider, remember, our goal in this world is to have the Ashkaf of Hashem, to have the outlook to see what Hashem is seeing. You know, what is an artist, Rabbi say? What's an artist? What's the yisayid of an artist? A very wise man taught me this. A Feldheim taught him. What's an artist? An artist is a person who through his drawing, through his writing, through, his, through his, his song, gives you a glimpse into how he views life. An artist is a very cool mitzvah. I have 42 years of experience how I view life. An artist comes along and doubles my lifetime because he gives me another view of life. He takes his years, his 42 years, and draws a picture so I can see what he's seeing or sings a song. And a good artist, the better the artist, the more they can convey what they're seeing. Every artist is trying to show you what they're seeing and makes you just that much wiser. Not only do you have your own perspective on life, now you have somebody else's perspective. You're just a smarter man if you can... And that's the aside of an artist is very is good at conveying what they see. The greatest artist in the world is Hashem. There is no artist like Hashem. Hashem gives us through Torah, 
from seeing how he runs the world. It gives us the hashkaf of Hashem. What does Hashem see? What does Hashem see on matters? Hashem says to every yid, don't touch basa because you're kaidish, because you're holy, you're precious, you're sanctified, you're very special, your diet has to, has to, has to, has to, it has to be more specific and more careful. So what Hashem's seeing in the person, our job is to see the same in the person. Says Ramil, we have to look on every like a makay nela kedavar kadosh. He says, it, it says that when Yaakov Avinu, when he went with his machna, his camp, and he saw a machna of malachim, of angels, he called the city machanayim. What do you call it machanayim? There was a machna of angels. Says Reb Miller, he called it machanayim because he equated his camp to the camp of angels. He was koilam yachad because he was makir that his own machna is tremendously high and is equal to a camp of angels. So when he saw a camp, there was angels in the place. Called the place machana, he called it machanayim. I have a camp of angels. The people with me were yidden, were in Am Kaidesh. Machanayim, he called it plural to Machanais, because he recognized Adrabba. The Malachim Biglala only reached there because of his Machna. His Machna Shaloi Hua Iker. The Malachim only came to show how Chash of his Machna is. The Mishpachas, he said, the Mishpachas Yaakov weren't there for the Malachim. The Malachim were there for the Machna of Yaakov Avinu. Our look on every family of people that have Emunah and Klai Yisrael, they're greater Kedusha than Malchei Asharis. In the Yisrael, the Kedusha Yisrael is more than the Kedusha of angels, Reb Miller says. Because Klai Yisrael is called Banim Lashem, and you never find that term by angels. They're all Kaviyachal B'nei Elohim. Chaviv, and he brings a chazal in Chulin. Reb Miller didn't just say things. That it says, Chaviv in Yisrael of the HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yosem in Malchi Asharis. It's a, a Gemara in Chulin. That, that the Yidin are more precious to Hashem than angels. He brings another Medrash Tanchum, L'asad Lava Yubnei Yisrael, B'mechitzel of Nimi Malchi Asharis. L'asad Lava Yubnei will be at a higher place than angels. So he says it's important. Kedai Lasis al Kolpan and Pula Ketana. It's important to do small actions to be kind of this feeling inside of us. He says, once a day, when you pass by the mezuzah of, at the door of a Jewish home, he says you should think that here is a holy place. You pass by, you on a walk with your wife. You pass by mezuzah, the house, think to yourself in that house is a holy place. And bless the people of the house. Holy place. They're worthy of blessings. And he said, at first you won't feel anything from that. La'at, la'at. It will enter into our hearts, the tambidavra, and you'll feel it. And you'll start understanding that how chash of Kla Yisrael is, and you'll start feeling it. So this was the of the Reb Miller gave to start looking at a yid as an Adam chashav, because that's Hashem's view of him. That's Hashem's view of him. I spoke, I, I spoke about this at the beginning of the summer, that our job is to acquire Ashkafas Hashem. 
is to acquire the outlook to see what Hashem see. We don't want to find it. To me, it appears, if I'm, if I'm not in sync with the Torah appears, my outlook is flawed. If we see somebody who looks more modern than us, and we don't see somebody chashiv, our outlook is flawed. Hashem sees him as chashiv. We don't. If we see somebody firmer than us, Nevan and I spoke once, we struggle with somebody firmer. If we see chesedish, and we don't see somebody as madam chashiv, our outlook is flawed. To start working on ourselves, bedafka in the three weeks, we were talking about Amuna Bashem. So let's work on belief in Kla Yisrael as, a, as part of Amuna. The Jewish people are the Am Hashem. To see the preciousness of the Yid, to work on ourselves practically. When we see a Yid, there walks an Adam Chashem, who's more holy than angels. Who's Kaidesh, who has a Kedusha. Of course, when we start seeing it in others, we'll see it in ourselves. And of course, an Achrayist will come along with that, by the way. And a responsibility and understanding of the responsibility will come along. But step one, to see the Kedusha of Yid. Reb Miller gave a practical aid, so when you see a mezuzah, there is a holy place. It's a Jewish house. It's Kedush. It's holy, it's special. There's a Kedusha there. We know something called Kedusha space Knesses. The Knesses is a holy place, a Kedusha. Any Yid, it, being a true Yid, recognize their place that are Kedush. The Kaisa. There's certain behaviors. It's kaidish. It's holy. A guy's not standing at the kaisel and you know and fighting somebody. It's kaidish. You don't fight there. People walk out respect. There's such a thing called a place of holiness. We all understand that. A base knesset has kedusha. A base medrash has kedusha. The kaisel, the the makama, shras, has kedusha. A yid is kaidish. A yid is kaidish. He's an am kaidish. A yid is holy and precious and separated and elevated and distinguished. For us to work the dafka on this as part of Ramuna, Reb Miller called it Beis Yisaidis Ramuna, and he said he's not sure which is more that Hashem Echad and Kla Yisrael's Amai. Certainly, we we recognize how important Hashem Echad is. Reb Miller says I'm not sure which is more important. So Reb Miller said I, Reb Miller wasn't certain which is more important. Certainly, we should acquire both Hashem Echad and Nachli Yisrael Amikdushas Kla Yisrael.